right, we're back. Thank you all for being here. Um, we had to cut off earlier because the pod only goes for so long. So I just want to start off by saying thank you all for your continued encouragement, empowerment, and support. We can't do what we do without you. Thank you so very much for continually supporting. I just had a little tech faux pas. <laughs> Amy, sorry. I started like, wait, this is the wrong graphic. Nope, can't do it this way. Too confusing. Have to restart. We think on the feed people. All right, Amy, let's start here. How you feel about what happened earlier? What, the protest? Anywhere you want to start. Or people have. Wherever you want to start. Yeah, um, well, during our break, I went back and watched the speeches um, mm -hmm. that we were talking through <laughs> um, mm -hmm. and how powerful, how moving. Um, I was hearing mm -hmm. things like, you will not be erased, your voices mm -hmm. will be heard. Um, mm -hmm. It was such a beautiful message um, mm -hmm. of people relating, people relating to the people of Palestine um, mm -hmm. and like you were touching on before, the, that touches to the importance of it, something like this being run by black and brown people. Um, Absolutely. That young, that young mm -hmm. woman that was giving a speech um, before the woman with the mustard shirt was mm -hmm. so good. Um, and oh, I'm so like the woman with the old. mustard shirt is um, Barbara Fair. Yes, um, so, thank you. Yes. So Barbara gave a very moving speech, right? Um, and it was a lot of moving speeches, right? And I don't, I don't yeah. want to, I just want to rephrase. I want to upgrade the word moving and I want to say black and brown people speak in their truth. The stories, yeah. the lived experiences is very, 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 very important that we document that. Really, really, really important. And I'm happy that, you know, people are somewhat starting to realize, and I'm saying somewhat, because, Amy, from my perspective, there's still a lot, a shit ton of work left to be done, right? Um, I saw the police that were there. I'm not a police supporter, right? But, but what I'll say, they were not provoking the crowd. And it's very important for us to say that, right? When I last saw, I didn't see the police provoking anybody. I didn't see the police intimidating or anything, did you? No, that's why I was like, I don't know. It was that's why it was, you know, kind of shocking. Whatever. Um, it seems to be fully supported. So, yeah, I mean, and they coordinated with. It looks like it, they coordinated with law enforcement, which is important because you don't want you don't want the wrong people in there, right? Like you don't want the police who are going to show up and then start to slap people around and do those kinds of things. We don't want to see that. We don't want to know that. We don't want that to be happening, right? Um, some real powerful speeches, as you said, you know, were be, you know, people were speaking their truth, right? They were talking in their truth. It's good to see our representation because a lot of times, especially in Connecticut, what happens is we get shoved out, we get moved away. Now, another interesting thing that happened, going away from the rally a little bit, we had a couple guests that came on. You know, uh, we had one from the UK and another from Hawaii, and they were sharing some shit, wouldn't you say, Amy? Yeah. What's your thoughts um, on that? Yeah, that that 
first of all, that was awesome. And I, I really just sat back and listened because hearing from people around the world. Yes. Um, like I wasn't expecting that. And I wanted to ask you, do you get that often? Do you get people from around the world calling in? Come here, Amy. Come here, Amy. Everybody turn around. Amy, come here. Didn't I tell you and Manny? I try to tell you all. You all think I was joking, didn't you? Right? And I don't know those people. I didn't message them. I have no idea who they are. And they came on here. Right? It's across the world. They're hearing us. Right? And hence the reason why what we're doing is so, so, so important. Because there's a lot of change that needs to happen. And maybe if we could get people from different places to amplify the need and draw attention to it because the representation is super, super important. To answer your question, yes. That's awesome. Yes. I, Most I, times, I have not been a part of that yet. Um, but well, that you was, just were. <laughs> yeah, and I was, so I was looking because Linda was talking about um, the protest. She said we had a big protest here yesterday, so I looked it up. There mm-hmm. were half a million people that protested in um, London yesterday. Half a million people turned out to protest. Wow. Which is probably why uh, their country did not vote against the UN resolution and absolutely did. Well, I mean, so let's just dial it back, right? So we had, just so folks know, earlier we were providing coverage from the rally. I haven't received any footage yet from the folks on the ground um, for it continuing, and we took like a 30-minute break. Uh, where we left off at, they were going to march to Chris Murphy's house, I guess. Um, yeah. No one has gone back on live yet, so we're going to assume they either ended or they're still going. We don't know. We don't know. But we're going to c- continue on anyway. So while we were providing the coverage for that rally that happened in, that is happening rather in Hartford, it started off by... Um, you know, what's, what was the name of the place? Again, I keep forgetting this damn place. But they walked down Market Street, okay? They went down Market Street. It was in solidarity. I didn't hear anything about anybody, you know, provoking the crowd. I didn't hear anything about il- infiltration, which is super, super, super important. And, Amy, it's a big reason why we decided that this story needed to be documented, right? Because... The narrative in general, like from your friend, Amy's one of Amy's favorite, favorite celebrities. Y'all, hey. let, me just, let, me, let me just tell you all about Amy real quick. Like hold me. on, hold on. <laughs> Amy, go over there for a second. So y'all, here, here's the thing, right? So one of Amy's favorites. <laughs> one of Amy's most beloved celebrities, um, Amy Schumer. She decided to exert her um, whiteness. Should we say it like that, Amy? Yeah. And, White you know, feminism. Oh, my God. You want to tell them what she did? Because you told it so great. I, I, I'm still laughing. We had, we yeah, had well, some she, good laughs in between this shit. Oh, wait. Let me, she, let me just correct it. It's the Old State House. So they started at the Old State House. They went down Market Street. And now they're going to Chris Murphy's house. Go ahead, Amy. So about your best friend. Yeah, well, she tweeted some, or maybe she did it on Instagram, I don't know, but I saw it on Twitter, um, and it was just this ridiculous drawing of protesters that were supposed to be Nazis, that were supposed to be Nazis, and um, 
stuff like that. And that's not at all what the protests have been. Um, that's not what's been being said at the protests. It's not, they're not saying um, to murder. Oh, I think we lost you there, Amy. Try reconnecting your sound. I think you went out there a little bit. Hold on one sec, everybody. My uh, my headphones died. Can you hear me okay? Oh, yeah, your headphones went on. I'm so sorry. My condolences. But go ahead. Yes, I can hear you. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. So it was a um a drawing of like what these protesters supposedly are doing and um and it was it was ugly and it was disgusting and she was completely called out on it and ended up deleting it um but that draws attention to the the fact like that was what launched our discussion about how um how these uh protests are being portrayed by the white media and so, you know, these are not hate marches, you know, very clearly these are marches right. for the rights of people who have no voice right now, very literally. Well, they don't even have, like, literally, right? Like, could you yeah. just recap, like, what Gaza is like now for folks who just don't fucking know? And like yeah, I said, well, earlier, we got so into the conversation, right? Our podcast timing ran out and I had to cut out early. So I just want to, again, thank everybody who has been sharing and liking and subscribing, especially right now, because it is very, very important that we amplify these voices. Yeah, so there's a blackout right now, um, and by bl a blackout in Gaza. And when I say there's a blackout, it doesn't mean that Israel like flipped a switch and turned off the internet in Gaza. They bombed the fuck out of the infrastructure um, that supports internet and that supports um communications so ambulances cannot you know people My can't call for help ambulances can't find people right people doctors within hospitals cannot communicate with each other on different well the only thing they had was the speakers yeah. right from the mosque imagine that imagine everywhere now so folks know i grew up in Tobago, and we would have light outs right like when we would lose lights that happens in these countries haha <laughs> Now, yes, we do have electricity for whoever's wondering, but then we would have like, you know, the power would go and I could just, you know, when I, when I saw that happening last night, yesterday in Gaza, my heart sank. Like I had a chest pain like no other. Cause I remember growing up and when like at night, when those lights would go out, it's particularly scary because everywhere is black. Like we would have... That's how come I have as many candles as I have, because I grew up having to have them in case the lights went out. So if that's how I felt as a child, when the lights went out, not knowing what really was happening, because I was a toddler, you know, a little, a little person, um, I could only imagine what those poor children in Palestine are going through right now. Yeah. Well, there's a video floating around of an, uh, uh, Doctors Without Borders have been speaking up about it. It's a video of a little kid who has to have his foot amputated without any medication. Because right. There is no, there is no medication in these in in the hospitals right now. Right. But this blackout. So so the blackout essentially has cut off. It it we 
so we cannot hear what's happening in in Gaza right now you know right um however there have been photos um of the bombings that took place overnight mm-hmm. um and it was just massive amounts of bombing of entire mm-hmm. neighborhoods like there are it is a war crime what is happening mm-hmm. are war crimes um there are reports of white phosphorus being used in neighborhoods mm-hmm. um, again you know like their evacuation orders were given for the north number one you cannot give evacuation orders that is considered um a war crime you cannot tell citizens that they have civilians that they have to move Mm -hmm. um so that in itself is a war crime and then to kill them for not moving is also a war crime to dump white Mm -hmm. phosphorus on them is a war crime um so Mm -hmm. to cut them off from water is a war crime and how much is the u.s investing you said run that Uh, number again we're sending 14.3 billion with a b billion dollars just to the idf the the israeli Mm -hmm. defense force so we are we are helping to fund this i mean and that's on top of the billions that we give israel every year anyway so we Mm -hmm, are mm -hmm. on this you know and Mm -hmm. after after the un vote where 120 countries 120 countries around the world Many mm-hmm. of our allies, our own allies, told mm-hmm. the United States and Israel, no, you cannot mm. continue this, no. Biden still went on to say something about how there will be no line in, or no red line um, given to Israel. And it's like, you don't decide that. You don't speak mm-hmm. the world. And the, the bridges you are burning for us mm-hmm. internationally are unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Jordan, mm-hmm. has been a, Jordan has been an ally to us in uh, the Middle East mm-hmm. for decades. Um, mm-hmm. I know this because um, my family has a connection to Jordan. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, King Abdullah gave a beautiful speech that I read on here um, the other day. And if you want to, re- if you want, you could reread it because people need to hear that shit. Yeah, that was powerful. I, um. No pressure. Don't worry. If you don't have it, you don't have it. That's cool. I don't have it. Um, but, <laughs> but it was the, like he spoke out, right? Um, and and um, he was speaking for the Palestinian people. And then, of course, it you know it turns into um, you know uh, denouncing him because he's not standing with Biden. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, he's not going to. He's not mm-hmm. going to watch innocent people be slaughtered. So the mm-hmm. UN bill that was brought before the entire UN and not just the Security Council, um, that was introduced by Jordan. Um, mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, the rest of the world is watching this. The rest of the world is watching what we're doing. And I, I, I am hoping, but it's because it's so weird to watch on a global scale mm-hmm. what the opinion is on a global scale how people mm-hmm. feel. The protests. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Say a little more. Why is it so hard? Because here in the United States, the approach, uh-huh. like our press, is not so, uh-huh. so we're we're taught to trust CNN and um, you know uh-huh. news sources like that. Like that's where we get our news from. But they're not covering this shit. Right. You know? They're not covering. Right. And it's so biased. The media of course. has been so absolutely biased. 
So American right. citizens are not getting factual, global, factual information. But are they looking for it, Amy? Would you say that they're looking for it? Or would but you say... I, but I would say uh, I look for it and I have trouble finding it because the U.S. is so good at tapping down. And well, isn't that what the gentleman was saying earlier? Remember, he said that. We had yeah. a caller in from Hawaii and he was saying that, right? He was saying that, you know, there's a lot of information that people do not get because it's protected. Right. But the thing, but that's what, so it's so, it's very isolationist. And mm -hmm. that's something that our country's tried to do for centuries. And it, it just doesn't fucking work. Um, mm -hmm. But the fact that like, so there's people, in, it, our own government is saying things like, and, and our Democrats are siding mm -hmm. with um, the Lauren Boeberts in our Congress to say, you know, oh, we unconditionally support Israel. Mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, so if you're crossing the aisle for that, then mm -hmm. maybe there's something wrong with your message, right? Mm -hmm. You cannot cross the aisle for anything else but to cut money that comes to U.S. citizens for mm -hmm. that are in need. If you can cross the aisle for that, and cross the aisle to unconditionally support Israel, mm -hmm. well, then maybe you should reconsider what your messaging is. Um, but or consider like, it. Just consider it. Let's start there. Yeah. Let's start with the word consider. Because so yeah, blind and ignorant to what the world is saying, and for us to just so blindly like, what the fuck, Dems? We, like we, the one thing that we just haven't given up on. Mm -hmm. pro-military and pro-police. Well, I, can I just jump in really quick? Yeah, this is a country that's built on slavery. Remember, look how long we're still fighting the legacy of Christopher Columbus. Christopher Columbus was allowed to come, exploit, do whatever he wanted, and that narrative is still being contested. Where are all the people who was mad about the statues in Connecticut? Where are they? Right now, earlier we had callers from around the world. We had, you know, folks from someone from the UK. We also had someone else who, um, well, actually, who, when I say someone on the show, just to clarify, going back to Amy's comment earlier, she had never, you know, I tell these people, I, said, I keep trying to tell them, you all, people around the world are hearing us. They didn't believe me. I, well, I shouldn't say they didn't believe me. They probably like, were like, oh shit, she is right, right, yeah. Because earlier we had one caller in from the UK and then another from Hawaii. And they were sharing their thoughts on what's happening. And that's what she's referring to. Like, you have people from different countries, big, small, kind of small, kind of big. And they're all saying the same damn fucking thing. Come on. But then right here in Connecticut, your governor, right, Amy? Isn't he investing over there? I didn't know that. I heard you say that earlier, but that does not surprise me in the least. It shouldn't. Um, no, it doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, but uh, that was that was news for me. What I was what I was reading, um, I was studying up on last night was um, Blumenthal and Blumenthal's stolen valor, and how mm -hmm. he had the nerve to speak about something like this. Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, I just um, I don't know. I'm honestly, you know what I'm fucking, I, I'm really hoping because like I've been saying this and, and I know I'm, I'm preaching to the choir, but I'm done mm -hmm. voting for old white guys. 
They are so mm-hmm. fucking out of touch. Like, this is the thing. But wait a minute. Remember, Linda said that earlier, and she's from the UK. Yeah. Remember, she said she's keeping her ballot in her pocket. She's keeping it in her pocket. I, I, I mean, right here in Connecticut, we could speak highly on Connecticut because that's where we're at. But that's a big-ass problem happening right now in Connecticut. There are a lot of people, especially black and brown people, and Amy, that's something on this show we talk about a lot, don't we? The voting, for a reason. We're not bored. Are we bored? No. It's because we're seeing it happening. We're seeing legislators remaining, you know, radio silent. I thought Johanna Hayes was going pop pop over there. Where's um, your friend Rosa DeLauro? Ned Lamont doesn't live far from where that march is happening, nor does Chris Murphy. Where did they go? Where did they go? Yeah, and, you know, that's another thing is that Chris Murphy constantly, constantly presents himself as being extremely progressive. Right. The framework Mm -hmm. he wants us to buy about all of the things that he talks about Mm -hmm. is not being applied to the people of Gaza. So that tells me, Chris, I don't believe or trust anything Mm-mm. you can say. You just called a man Chris. Oh, oh shit. Huh? All right, Amy. <laughs> Amy said, look. <laughs> Amy said, hey, Chris, look, brother. We done with you. I think we're the same age. Um, really? He looks He looks a little more mature. Like old. I, I thought to... you were just going to say he looked younger and I was going like, to no. through the phone. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not. He doesn't impress me because I feel like he exploits the black and brown. Yeah, Yeah. he doesn't. Like, I've been on calls with him. Yes. He's very focused on national, which he is a federal representative. Yes. Right. He's very focused on his national image rather than what's going on here in Connecticut. Well, he's selective of what he deals with out here. And the other thing is he he cherry picks and tokenizes the black and brown community. And black and brown people need to understand that. Just because a white person is giving you attention and a little support on something doesn't mean you just run and say, okay, what do I do? No, no. I feel like like he's one of those white guys, which, you know, a dime a dozen, but that is intelligent and so therefore thinks that they know everything about a situation. Oh, of course. And so therefore, but how come he not telling us to win in lotto numbers? Yes, if you know everything, sorry, go ahead. The plight of black people, he understands the plight. The plight of He's a fucking people. white savior. And that so is what I mean. Yeah, and so therefore he doesn't need more information because he's he's already in the in the. <sighs> Chris, let me tell you. Yeah. That ain't gonna fly, Chris, because that white saviorism shit is fucking old. It's old. Mean? Yeah, and 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 the fact that it's white saviorism, mm-hmm. we know now that it is white saviorism because it is it is applied in in directly. Sorry, it is applied um, not fairly across all people. Right? It's selective. It's, it's selective. selective. That's the word I was looking for. No, that's yeah. fine. Listen, it's okay. You're here. I, I'm happy you're here. The point. The point you're making is what matters. It's very, very, very selective. Super selective, right? And they know, like what we were talking about earlier, they know how to use the media. 
They know how to use that media, man. They will sit and pimp that shit the fuck out, like the gentleman said earlier. It's all planned. I believe that. Many people say that, right? Many people say that if people really saw how these stories are selected, and these are folks who worked in the industry. So I don't think, you see, you see, you see, right? How they target who they focus on right? How they work with the police. We could go on and on. And this is another reason why, like in the March earlier, I don't know if they're still marching because just so folks know, I haven't seen any lives or any footage pop up outside of the sources we have. So I'm wondering if they probably either stopped or, you know, they're probably are still marching, but maybe, you know, folks don't have like a charger or something. We don't know. But if it comes up, we will definitely keep you updated. What we're talking about is not only the rally that happened earlier, the here in good old progressive Connecticut, we have people, white people in particular, in high spaces that, you know, your friend Richard Blumenthal, right? He's another one. Let's not forget good old Rich, right? He prides himself in talking about how, you know, he fought for his country. So the rest of us are not people in the country, Amy? Blumenthal, he speaks up his military, you know, oh, yeah. affiliation a lot. That's where to me, that's where he didn't actually go over in Vietnam. Oh, here you go. You know what, Amy? Y'all, let me tell you all something about Amy. Well, after 12, said. Amy gets very saucy, <laughs> just so you all know. It's after 12. If you see the time is 12 and we live and Amy's on, she's going to be saucy. <laughs> Go ahead, Amy. Tell the people why you know that. Go ahead. <laughs> I actually remember where I was and what I was mm. doing when I got the news about Blumenthal. I was in mm. D.C. at an event. And the event I was at was for congressional aides. And there mm-hmm. were several hundred of us in a room. And everyone's mm-hmm. phone started going off. And Mm-hmm. And my first thought was, holy shit, something really bad must have happened because everyone's phone was going off, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what could that possibly be? And my phone mm-hmm. starts blowing up, and it's somebody from the um, state side, as we would say. Um, there's DC and then, and then someone from one of the, um, the state offices mm-hmm. calling me because the story had just broke, the New York Times story about um, Blumenthal and how... Blumenthal on numerous occasions claimed um, himself to be a Vietnam veteran mm-hmm. and he did not actually go over. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And somehow, you know, luckily he was running against Linda McMahon. Um, so, you know, again, <laughs> it was the vote of the lesser. Yo, that right there was comical. Don't you find that campaign was comical? Like, Linda. So comical. <sighs> Linda, Linda. Just a little tip, uh, or a, a little, um, a little whatever. Um, a little so, paprika. Yes, yeah, I'll, I'll throw some spice on that. Um, her, so Linda McMahon's um, campaign manager, or, or perhaps yep. it was her press person, her press mm-hmm. uh, whatever, is the same woman who now runs um, the political whatever for Channel Eight. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> So if you're wondering why that information, the the reporting at Channel 8 is uh. very right wing when it comes to um, politics, you know, that's the lens that we're seeing it through. 
Um, Listen, raise your hand if you're surprised. Nobody raising their hand. Yeah, no. <laughs> you have to laugh. You know, before we ended um, the previous, I started to talk about what was happening here, and I wanted to revisit this real quick. I saw ambassadors on now, so I'll just go back to that real quick, Amy. So I wanted to share. Linda hasn't popped back up yet. Hopefully she will. So earlier we were talking about the white saviorism, and we're still talking about that because that's a big problem right? And we're talking about Blumenthal, Chris Murphy, all these progressive woke folk. I mean, I don't know what alarm clock they use, but hey. So anyway, so right here in good old New Haven, there's a white savior who went on social media, right? And Amy, please chime in after because people need to hear from a white person what that was like to read that, for real, for real. Because she starts off her post, Sarah Miller, the older for New Haven, award. Uh, I can't remember the award right now, but any who's, you know, my point, you could look it up. Um, so she starts off by talking about being the grandchild of Holocaust survivors and how they survived and that she worked with the Israeli emergency people. And this is why, you know, they need to tell the right narrative about what's happening. And here's why we can't be pro-Palestine because of what they've done to us. I, 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 I. Chime in real quick, Amy. Tell people some more from what you could remember. Amy couldn't survive, y'all. Amy read that thing, texted me, and said she threw up, and she was like, I'm done with that. And this is a white woman reading what another white woman posted. <laughs> well, I didn't, I also didn't realize at the time that she was an alderman. So that, <laughs> oh, that was my pretty God. ballsy, you know, to yeah. release a statement to black and brown people that's mm -hmm. Um, uh -huh. but, but that was what I noticed is, is that it was a lot of I, 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 but it also seemed to really be defending IDF. Uh -huh. um, and IDF is not like, uh, I don't know. I, I go ahead, go for it. IDF. Go for it. Tell them to tell people the truth. Like, again, like ambassador, myself, yourself, Linda, we're all saying, look, the, the four of us earlier agreed. We don't watch TV like that. Real talk. No. So where are we getting our information from? You know, we're not reliant on that right wing media. It's very controlled and it's done by design. Yeah. Like, look at what they're doing to Gaza right now. You all are really OK with these people having no form of communication. Get the fuck out of here. Come on now. Yeah. And see, this come is, on. This, this is what I think that why they are losing the, um, the heartstring battle. Mm -hmm. because they are trying so hard to control the narrative and pushing out false information mm -hmm. um, and silencing. So the harder you try to silence, the mm -hmm. more people are going to listen and the more people are going to speak up. We've been, so well, while, while Israel and Joe Biden, while Netanyahu, right-wing Netanyahu mm. and Joe Biden are saying one thing about, you know, self-defense, self-defense, we're watching, uh, we're watching live videos from residents in Palestine, uh -huh. in, sorry, in uh -huh. the Gaza Strip that are uh -huh. telling us exactly what's happening to them on the ground and showing us. Right. So having firsthand accounts, we uh -huh. had firsthand accounts and that made the difference. So what did they uh -huh. do? They took away the firsthand accounts. But those firsthand accounts are not going to stay gone forever. The second uh -huh. the voices start coming out of Gaza, the entire world is going to be listening. 
And I hope that Netanyahu and Biden are ready for what people have to say about what we are going to hear. Mm. Ambassador, you have any thoughts you want to throw in there on that? I do. I, I think Go for it, brother. Yeah, so I think the United States, you know how a lot of people all throughout the whole world hate the United States? I'm starting to realize why. Mm. We we are not the good guys. Absolutely not. Again, mm -hmm. I'm, glad I'm, I, I'm glad I'm Hawaiian and not... not I <laughs> I'm sorry. I love when you say that. The disclaimer, because I always say, I'm from Trinidad and Tobago, dude. <laughs> This is not what I would sign up for for, 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 for yeah. apparently. So again, remember I told you Hawaii is not a 51st state. We went to school thinking that mm. this is that's what that was. What is it? Another thing I didn't realize, I didn't realize America was was in um responsible for the Holocaust. Wasn't mm. the Jews, was wasn't the Germans. They killed them because they were Christians. Mm. Uh, I got sick mm. of my stomach when I fucking heard that. Yeah, hell yeah. You're supposed to get sick because we should not be so amused and entertained by genocide and killing people. And like we all noted earlier, the most fucked up part about this thing, they're killing our future. You think they're doing that by mistake? What are you thinking over there, Amy? I know you have something to say for sure. Chime in, please. Um, yeah, just I, I don't know we're just watching i feel like we're watching history repeat itself repeat itself he said that I, earlier too i have been mm -hmm. so, like i've read about what we did to the jewish mm -hmm. european jews that tried to come here and seek mm -hmm. safety and we turned boats away and then mm -hmm. we come up then we talk to england and we're like hey yeah we don't want them here and england's like right. yeah we don't want them here either and it's right. like all right well what do we do with them like let's right. figure something why the fact that we treated humans looking mm -hmm. for sanctuary mm -hmm. like that, looking for mm -hmm. safety, looking to live all the mm -hmm. time live. Mm -hmm. And now we're doing it again to Palestinians. We Why are not? Making them beg for their lives. We are watching Why not? them beg for water. Yes. They like to watch people beg in. They like to watch that. That's a multi-million dollar economy yeah. right there. Yeah. It's not, not even an industry. It's the whole economy. You know why? Because look at what's going on with healthcare right now. Who you think is most impacted by that? Who's most impacted by the schools looking like jails? America loves imprisonment. They love seeing torture. They love seeing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, it sells. It sells. Right? I'm now, another thing video. to note. Say again? I'm seeing some video. Um, oh, what you seeing? Tell us, please. <laughs> well, it looks like in the front of the march, they had they um, did some smoke things. And I mm -hmm. think they were supposed to be red and green. Um, they, mm -hmm. they, but it, it, it looks a little pastel. But I was laughing because it was the front of the march. So then everyone has to walk through that. I saw that. Yes, the smoke, right? <laughs> I don't know if that was the best idea. Honestly, I was sitting here like, that person should really be on the truck because yeah, what, I'm house. asthmatic. So yeah. Yeah, right. I'm asthmatic. Seriously. Um, but go ahead. Sorry. But yeah, but no, it still looks peaceful. Um, mm -hmm. How many people would you give a number to? Is it more people, less people, about the same? No, I would say it's exactly the same. I don't think anyone's left. So um, they've been. So they're still marching right now. Yeah, and this 
So is this three hours? This is. I don't know. We're we're just hours. coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's been about two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone indicating from what you're seeing like an end point? Because I know we left off. Um, before we rushed off earlier, they were supposed to be going to Chris Murphy's house. And we were just talking, Ambassador, about Chris Murphy. And um, Chris Murphy's best friend, Amy, was just sharing all her love and admiration. I'm so sarcastic, it's dripping. Amy, you just want to rehash that real quick, how you feel about him? Yeah. I'm, I was, <laughs> that guy? So, um, <laughs> so Ambassador, uh, uh Chris Murphy is a senator here in the state of Connecticut, um, and he is one of our more progressive um, representatives. Allegedly. Alle yeah, well, yeah. And, um, you know, very often it's like cheeky and his responses to, you know, Republicans about how, you know, fair and, and humanitarian he is, but he's just been silent on this. Um, and mm -hmm. voted um, or is in support of um, uh, unconditional support, in support of unconditional support for Israel, mm. um, which doesn't feed into any of the framework that he claims to be operating under for, you know, as a humanitarian, as a progressive. Mm -hmm. And so I guess for me, that's especially angering because it's like if I'm I'm just so disappointed in this response. So that makes me rethink other things that. Um... Well, let's add a clarification there for our friend Ambassador. She's disappointed. I'm not surprised. Um, to be frank, what about a you? People, <laughs> a lot of people. Um, so certain situations, they show their true colors, and you're like, wait a minute. Right. This is the person that I kind of looked up to, that I thought would do something to to make a change. Right. That's what that's what that that's what needs to happen. Right. We need we, we need we need, a, we need a ceasefire. We need to mm -hmm. come together and, and try and come up with a peaceful solution. As ambassador, I was trying to say earlier, but I guess I can cut Amy on um, uh, Linda off. Linda. I didn't mean to do that. You're fine. Listen, it's fine. I'm talking. I'm talking to the um to the United Nations about actually having a having a uh, peace peace talk where we have no war for the time being and, and figure out what, what what's going on with the kids, what's going on. Mm -hmm. How can we sit down, sh shove ranks in this, shove ranks up people's ass. Never mind about status. Just sit down as human mm -hmm. beings and have us and have a talk. Uh, United mm -hmm. Nations is not. Not too happy with me right now because I. I wonder why. Don't give a fuck what I say when I say it. I say it because it, it has it. to be. You know what I mean? Some people are just sorry. Excuse my language, pussies. And they just. Now go for they it. Want, they don't want to open their mouth because oh, what if we get into trouble? So, dude, the world is in trouble. The world's the world's going through hell in a handbag. We gotta mm -hmm. do something. We have mm -hmm. to do something. Or well, not only that, but ambassador, who's gonna pay? Let's be real here. Who the fuck do people think is really going to pay? Let me tell you all something. I get frustrated with my black and brown peers a lot with this because I get, well, they, I don't see them caring about what's happening here. You can't say that. You cannot say that. Palestine is the world's biggest prison. Listen to that sentence, man. 
I applaud you for what you're doing because we need people in position. So previously, Ambassador, we had an episode where we focused on power, place, and privilege because I don't know if people really understand what I'm saying there. You you hear what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. this is what you're up against. This is why they don't want to hear you because you see, you're coming with a solution for the people. People, not just a few. I think that right now, these power countries, they're so focused on maintaining the wealth gap and actually extending it because you know why? That is cheaper than recovering from COVID. Whoever wants to jump behind me after that statement, go for it. <laughs> I'm going to hand you all the mic. You want to hear about, you, want, you really, want to, really want to know the truth about COVID? Go for it. I got it for you. All right, so when COVID came out, I was having my visitations, as I was telling. I'm not a normal person. So mm. when all of this was going down, my visitation, they were talking about how Russia is going to create genocide to a, a place called Ukraine. I didn't even know what Ukraine was, so I had to go look them up because college student, I like to educate myself. So mm. I find out that they're brothers and sisters of humanity. Why are they trying to mm. kill each other? It made no sense. Okay, do mm-hmm. you remember when... Do you remember when they stopped fighting and they just dropped their weapons and started to walk off? That was the Galactic Federation talking to them. They stopped the world for a fraction of a second to tell them, what are you guys doing? You guys are repeating history over and over and over. Why don't try something different? Mm-hmm. Go this path. See what happens if you go this path. We need world peace. That's what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. World peace. There's a lot of things happening right now. We're, you know, so United States is going to shit in the handbag. We got so mm-hmm. much problems. Why do they want to go to war and and and, and start another problem? It makes because no they'll quit. No, it does. It does. It goes follow the money. Money wins wars. I keep trying to tell people that. You feel me? Money wins wars because guess what? People need to really wake up and smell the Folgers. All right, wake up and smell the fucking Folgers. <laughs> okay, <laughs> smell that fucking Folgers, bro. Because people here's the thing. People, <laughs> people be more mellow, man. That's that what you. Yeah, people smoke weed and stop. I know Amy dying over there. Seems to be like, hey man. Where the hell were you when we were going for the legalization of weed, man? I would have loved for you to be part. Listen, so let's talk about that real fast. In Connecticut, they do things. It's it's allegedly woke and progressive. And this is why, um, yeah, for real, let's go on a road trip and visit Ambassador in Hawaii. I love when Amy just dropped in the chat. It's true. Because right here in Connecticut, this is what they do to, to give you more of a vision, Ambassador. The white woke folks, they take up all the space, right? And so people like Chris Murphy, Rosa Delore, these are alleged dams. And I say alleged because does it even have meaning? That's a whole other episode. But the point being that they say they are the representative white saviors, same like Sarah Miller. Now, I'm not a Republican. I, I would never go over there. But the point that I'm trying to make is you have the power, place, and privilege right now to push for a ceasefire. They just, they're still, we're still seeing some footage from what's happening in Hartford. They're still marching. Where's the legislators? Where's the legislators? 
Right? They ain't going to come out here for this. And what, what people need to realize is it's being done by design. And hence the reason why what we're doing right now is so, so, so important because this fascination about killing our future, let me, let me help some people out. The focus on the children, that's the part where all of us got intense with, right? There's a, there's a NASA dossier file. Uh, that mm. My job is to do this kind of stuff. So they had implications of uh, depopulizing the planet Earth because we have way too much people, especially. So it's overpopulated. China right. and India. Just them, just that. Never mind about the United States. Never mind about. But anybody else, that those particular continents, go. Keep talking. Tell them. Tell them. There, 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 there's people that are homeless mm -hmm. that kill just to eat. Mm -hmm. I mean, very, Literally. Very, very, very spooky to, to, to be in this kind in this day and age right now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, there's mm -hmm. COVID. COVID's back. And we, we mm -hmm. you know what I mean? What is the implications to poison our foods, mm -hmm. to poison our medications, mm -hmm. to silence people who are strong that will stand right. up to tyranny and evil? This was mm -hmm. this was all planned. Yes, that's the dossier file. We're, we're talking about how they're for in order for their one world order to to come to play. Project Bluebeam has to come on where they they're gonna say the aliens did it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. You've ever mm -hmm. seen Whitney Houston or Michael Jackson on stage in hologram? You you know the difference between a hologram and a real and thing. a real person. That's right. So it's like I have a very high frequency that I give off. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I was I was mm -hmm. born. I have autism and I have Asperger's, which is a, a spectrum disorder. I can speak to you perfectly fine compared to my cousins. Like he can't. He can't even. He sees things that I right. see, and a lot of people ridicule us for that. It's a gift, you know what I mean? We're kuleana in Hawaii means rights and responsibilities. So as responsibility mm -hmm. as an ambassador, um, mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that I've got people. Um, Hacking my phone from one Menlo, California, one Hackway, Menlo, California. That is the head books, the headquarters of Mark Zuckerberg. They uh. know what I'm talking about. My pictures of my extraterrestrial ships and crew of what I captured in Hawaii. The state and uh -huh. federal was scared. They didn't know what the fuck to do it. No, it's never uh -huh. happened in, a, in, uh -huh. a, in the history of Hawaii. So they're uh -huh. like, how is this one fucking pineapple from under the sea able to do this shit? Military, mm -hmm. like, we don't understand. He's non-military. He's non-threatening. Right. He's able to. I've had these things for a, a year and a half. Visit me from my forty-first window. The military were chasing these things away from my window. Very mm -hmm. jealous of how I was able to pull this shit off. It's because I, I mm -hmm. gave nothing but kindness and respect. Well, they don't like that. You know they don't like that. Like, for real. They don't like that. They, were not, they weren't happy with me with uh, what I accomplished and who right. I am today. But that's good. Right. You know what I mean? If you did what you've that always done. That means you done, struck a nerve. You what you've always got. I very, you struck very a nerve. It's through the yes. I have hate, hate, um, death threats from the military and hate mm -hmm. now. Don't I believe done. it. I've heard worse. I ain't mm -hmm. scared of no man. A man can... No. The FBI came to my house. And had guns drawn at me a couple weeks ago. 
I showed them my badge. They put their guns away really quick. They're like, can we see that badge? I said, uh-huh. no problem. I said, I'm all about peace, bro. You know what I mean? You guys, I walked up, I walked right up to him. With, they had guns drawn. I was walking towards. I had no weapons in my hand. I was like, dude, right. can, we you, can we put you guys' guns down? This is not the way to, to, to talk to somebody. Especially I'm handicapped. I could go to the handicap uh, a disability rights act and said you guys came to my house and pulled guns and because of discrimination of me being handicapped. Oh, oh, we don't That's correct. Now, I'm smart. I'm not stupid. So they put their guns away really That's quick. Right. They, they don't want none of that shit. Not nope. at all. So Hawaii is nope. a melting pot. We've got every single race on our island. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But ever since, I will tell you something that I've learned from the eyes of an autistic person. When mm-hmm. COVID came out, a lot of people showed their fucking true colors. Yes, a lot of facts. Only, it was all, facts. Remember the toilet paper? Everybody was buying toilet paper. And not oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. And paper towels. Don't forget the paper towels. Yeah. So in Hawaii, we got Samoans and big, big, giant Hawaiians beating each other mm-hmm. up in Walmart because their mm-hmm. mask was below their nose. I've never, ever in my life thought I would ever see something like that. That is that, mm-hmm. that is the flight or fight mode of the reptilian part of your brain. We all we mm-hmm. all have this DNA. We were all brought on this this planet to see what we would do. Robin mm-hmm. Oppenheimer had to drop the nuclear bomb in, in the Bahava Gita Bible, in the Hare Krishna Bible. I'm very, very educated. They he says, I am the harbinger of death. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then he kicked it because he had access to all of this, and all of a sudden, the white people came in and said, "No, you don't have access to it no more. We do. Beat it." Mm-mm. Nah, Let nah, me tell you nah, something nah. real quick, Ambassador. Yeah. Right here in good old Connecticut, Black and Brown United in action will happily and proudly tell you, we are a part of the Disability Rights Alliance out here. It's a big long name that I can't remember right now, but we also sit on a couple committees where we address healthcare. And thank you so much for being here because, you know, I don't know if people, myself having my disability, the rest of us all can relate. We don't get a voice, especially those of us who are not white. So hence the reason why, once again, for us at Black and Brown United in Action, the representation is critical, right? Not saying that white people cannot support, but the problem we have in Connecticut, which I was talking about, I see Linda's with us again. Hi, Linda. Um, the thing that we have issues with is with the white saviors taking up all the space. So Linda, we were just sharing more about what's going on in Connecticut. Amy was telling us about her BFF, Chris Murphy. And, um, we were also talking about her friends, Rosa DeLauro and Rich Blumenthal. I'm being super sarcastic. And also the local white savior in my city, Sarah Miller, all of whom have been radio silenced. And in particular, Sarah Miller, she put some message in on Facebook that was very, idea friendly right and it's been very you know white silence i think amy um put it best yeah you're right amy's not their friend y'all i'm just joking it's our little inside joke she can't stand them damn people you want to add some thoughts there for linda amy hey linda nice to have you back um yeah linda i looked up the protest in london yesterday and there was half a million people there that's what i mean there was loads you know, I mean, this is how Britain feel about it. How and did your How did your press things. handle it? Did your press cover it? They covered it, and and also what happened was that, of course, the police were threatening 
not threatening and saying they were going to bring out and arrest people that basically were saying things like Gaza and stuff and then they were going to say they were going to deport them. That was the threat they said from our um, minister, one of the ministers. Whether they carry it through or not, sometimes they're full of threats, but that's what they got because they... So, yeah, because it was massive. We had, Ger I was saying, I had Jeremy Coleman on, so to speak, and one or two others. Yeah, Did so you hear was. her catch her question, Tracy? She was asking also if you could tell us that the press cover it. What type of press, press coverage was there? I don't know quite about the, the press. The, well, the press coverage was sort of... That, you know, where they were showing people, the masses of people, and they were showing Jeremy Corbyn speaking. Uh, you know, I mean, it was, they said there wasn't any trouble, you know, it was, and it was all kinds of people. who wasn't just, you know, from black, brown, white. Yes. You know, Muslim, Arabs. Yes. Uh, you know, a lot of people turned out because... They don't agree with the massacre because that's what it is. It's inhumanity. It's inhumanity. The fact that mm -hmm. I feel like if you don't have an opinion on this, you know, there's some people who are saying, well, I don't really have an opinion. That's part of the problem we have here in the United States um, well, as a black. Yeah. yeah. I've heard that quite a lot from American yeah. people. Oh, oh, we don't want to know. We, we, right. We, and, and we'll do. We'll talk about frivolous things and joke about frivolous things because we'll talk about horoscopes away from reality. Linda, Sorry. I got a question for you. Yeah. What is going on with the fem female and and Britain? The what? What's going on with female in Britain? Female. Who's female? I'm not quite sure now. Female. Yeah, who is it? For, um, if we have like martial law or we have yeah. like war that's going on, they tend to tear. So I'll give you for example, in the United States, FEMA has mm. bought eight, eight Walmarts. They're empty, completely empty. They're the house people that will stand up and, and retaliate for shit that's happening. Why have they blocked, why have they blocked the, the centers? The whole mark centers. Why they because they're them? they're making they're making FEMA camps. That's what's going on. So what's going on is, you know how you, in a in a Bible talks about the mark of the beast. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they're gonna do to us. So in order for us to shop, in order for us to do anything in this on this planet, if mm. we don't have this barcode thingy, that Walmart the WalMarts that are empty that have this device that will uh you know clock everybody in. No, we haven't. Got, we've got. I mean, clocking for work, but we haven't got that. No, it's not. It's not. No, but the WalMarts here have it. So, Linda, what happens is, is like when you go to shop, they take yeah. a picture of you, right? And a lot of people oh. don't pay attention to that. Yeah, for real, they watch you. Like so, what they did was, what yeah. Walmart did was, they replaced a lot of the employees with uh, machines. And they call it um, self-checkout. And because we don't oh, pay attention oh, enough. Oh, yes, if you're going on about those. Yes, we've got yes. a lot of now a change to self-checkout. Self 
and they just have one person who organises it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. The mug shops have turned to that now. Mm-hmm. They'll have one line on sometimes if they get busy. They'll have one or two lines on for the checkout, but a lot of the time they just want people to do, like you say, self-checkout. Self-checkout, and they're taking your picture, and then, you know, you're seeing it popping up elsewhere. And what I don't understand is in America, there's so many people, like, in states like ours, uh, Connecticut, where Amy and I live at, you're seeing the tent cities popping up. You're seeing the people, you know, looking for food, housing, jobs, right? Um, Earlier this year in New Haven, Connecticut, they raided a tent city, right? Now, Black and Brown United in Action, we do a a lot of advocacy, if you didn't catch that yet. And being an immigrant, of course, I kind of turn away from my community. Mm. What fucked me up with this, Linda, is that they waited till people, because out here in America, apparently, homeless people, now this might surprise you all, Amy, Ambassador, Linda, so I hope you're sitting down, because you're going to be so shocked to know that black and brown people are stigmatized and criminalized. So That's apparently, right? Look, look, this man in shock, he can't even, you know what I mean? <laughs> so here in this shithole, it's unconceivable, it's not perceivable that the homeless might be working class people. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So with this particular raid... I mean, our black people were criminalized. They were always, yes. especially in the gangland, they were always complaining that, you know, they were stopping blacks rather than whites and our population was, was growing. Well, more That's right. Than- that's right and out here linda it was so i want you to picture guys i want you all to picture this shit amy i don't know if you remember this 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 story for those who are interested it's actually in the new haven independent you can look it up newhavenindependent.org or you could just google 10 cities in new haven connecticut so here's what happens the media our friends in the media right um they published it as if the city of new haven was doing a health protection thing by displacing these houseless people here's what they didn't tell no, people they did it. yes they did it yes they did you can look it up you'll see the mayor standing there talking about well we removed them for their health what he fucking doesn't say is why don't you tell people how you throw out people's green cards and id cards and killed animals dogs cats you named it what about the toys that the little children who were also staying there because you know wouldn't you know in good old Connecticut, especially in New Haven, we have slumlords, most of whom are Jewish, if you could kind of figure out which types of Jews. Anyway, um, and also we are near to one of the biggest exploiters in the entire country, Yale, right? Um, and on that note, I just want to remind everybody that Yale owes New Haven child support money, but we'll talk about that more. But anyway, here's what the fuck happens. So. They show up at 8 o'clock. So apparently, they allegedly gave the houseless, the displaced, notice. No, they didn't. Here's what they did. They sent one of their community health worker people out there or something like that. I don't want to disparage the community health workers. But they sent, of course, one of their, their slaves, their tokens, to tell the people, oh, we're going to come here and we're going to do an inspection. And um, we kind of need you all to tidy it up. And... We're going to have to get you all somewhere else to stay. 
No, these people are houseless for a reason we'd assume, right? Now this happened earlier this year. So check this out. They literally gave them a week to find resources. How the fuck is that even possible? Right? It's not possible. Wait, 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 it gets better. It's gonna get better. They tell them that they're gonna show up at 10 a.m., which is when the press is gonna arrive, right? Don't forget our friends in the press. But they showed up at 8 a.m. with NHPD, including dogs, and they tore it the fuck down. They even had, you know, the trucks and everything to tear it all down. People came back and their personal identification items were gone. How am I going to get a job now without a birth certificate, asshole? So here's, here's where I see. Go, sorry. Okay, so here's where I see. Um, Because people are starting to walk around like zombies now. And that's scaring the shit out of me. So it's to, do, it's to do with this topic, trust me. Okay, so you have three categories. You have people that are decent people that just are having hard times. And then you have the tweakers and the drug addicts, right? And then you have the the handicapped people that just, you know what I mean? They cannot work and their pension, whatever whatever happens, they don't have it no more. So these are the three categories that we, we deal with in society. And... To differentiate sometimes, it's kind of hard. You know what I mean? Like, I live in Hawaii. 20 minutes down the road, um, underneath the highway, there's people walking around like zombies, barely getting hit by cars. Yes. I don't know what this is. Yes, it's happening here too, Ambassador. Let me tell you another one, because I, I could tell you're pissed off too. You No, everybody needs to be pissed off. Let me hit you with another one. Last year, fucking city of New Haven, we had a storm coming. This happened last September, right? There were a bunch of immigrants, mostly immigrants, who only could find housing on the bridge. These people are using cardboard boxes every night as a a mattress, right? Now, here's what they fucking do. Big storm coming. Of course, we, the city of New Haven, our little white progressive mayor, goes ahead and um, decides to put out a part you know one of his good old notifications via email which is fantastic right because of course everybody has access to their email right right asshole so now he says there's a big storm coming we're going to make sure everybody's safe blah 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 make sure you park your cars on this side yada 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 and sends nhpd to raid those people not house them Mm. Not take them to a shelter. They fucking raided it. They threw out all their shit and said, okay, go find somewhere. Then jumped on the news and talked about, yes, we had to rehouse some people because, you know, we saw this storm coming. You see the bullshit that happens over here? You see that? That's what Connecticut looks like. We have these white saviors that take up all the space, right? Hence the reason why for black and brown united in action when we started this podcast the sound of black and brown the first thing that started to happen was i started getting messages from alleged white saviors you know i say you know well they're not alleged they are white saviors you know the liberals the alleged liberals that's what i should say the alleged liberals the progressive the alleged progressives about cj i love that you're having this show but you should really expand it so we could all be on no 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 fuck i don't we're gonna have one series 
You want to say something, you jump on that. And you're going to sit your little white ass down because you don't need to control everything. And that's what happens out here. Compared to your March, Linda, which is why Amy was asking the question. She was asking about the coverage and the number of people. Because out here, we don't get that kind of blend or even that kind of show out. I'm yet to see a protest of that magnitude here. I come from a little country that looks like a Timberland boot. I've seen it. I, I've, I've lived that life. Like, come on. You know, this, this here, America does not impress me. Like, people get only as active as they could have power, place, and privilege. The minute any of those three get threatened, you'll see black and brown people starting to sell out or they go over to the other side. You'll mm -hmm. see white people starting to tell you, well, maybe you want to do it this way because, you know, I think this is better. It will benefit you better. Get the fuck out of here. That's, some, that's the reason why we chose to do this series because what we're hoping to accomplish is not necessarily a conversation where we all agree because to me that's completely unrealistic, right? Yeah. But I do think that in the midst of disagreement, we find out and we discover some things that we didn't know. We mightn't agree, but we could learn. And something that we spoke about earlier, right, is the education piece. Let me tell you why they're attacking these children. Let's go back to Gaza now. Yeah. Here's the reason why they're attacking the children. I thought about your question earlier, Linda Hart. Could you tell? Let me give you an answer. Because this is the reason why we don't talk about the children in the Asian countries who get killed. They go missing. We don't give a fuck about the ones in India or Africa. Right? We choose which ones we show on TV in America. Okay? In the islands, you know... It's like a hustle because, we, you know, our society is a little different. But in, in, you know, Latin America, everywhere else, it's different, right? Different countries have different ways of approach. Yeah. In this country, we pick and choose the children we give a fuck about. The reason why these Palestinian children are expendable people is not just because they're a budget line item in that way. But also because, let's be real, information sharing in 2023, these children are way smarter than we were at their age. Let's be real. They know about Snap Snap and all these different tingling and all these different whatever name them platforms are. I could only do so much. I'm a, you know, like I, I, I tell people, if you look at the picture of the Last Supper, look at the back, you'll see me standing there. Just look for the hair, right? Now, that being said, I don't know about all those things. These kids are smart. They're wicked smart. Education is key. The future of the nation is in the backpack of our children. That was said by our honorable prime minister, right? Many, many moons ago in Trinidad Tobago. And it's true. It's still true, Dr. Eric Williams, right? Because you see, they, they need to get rid of that information sharing. There's so many things that we don't know how to do. Like I use social media, but to a certain point, because I only know so much, I only care about it to that point. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they share information, but they also perceive things quicker and differently. You see what I'm saying? Now we have a young leader who usually, I have to shout him out, he was on earlier, our good friend, our future president, we want to boost him all the way up. 
um, the future Dr. Manny Camacho. He couldn't make it on today because he's right now, he's not feeling great, right? But this is something that on this show, we press on all episodes. You have to give Gen Z the platform. We're not going to be here forever. This is why they go after them. You hear what I just said? Because we're not going to be here forever. Talking about that, Pat, is he the one? I'm sure I've seen him. Does he come sometimes on various? Mm -hmm. On on the. Yes, you have. I don't. I think I know who you mean. Yes, but the point is, is that here's what happens with Gen Z in America. They get tokenized too, but we don't talk about that. Let's go back to COVID for five minutes. Mm. COVID happened in America. I am happy and proud to say that Black and Brown United in action, I'm asthmatic. I'm disabled. Mm. I really shouldn't have been out there. But let me tell you some. I wore like sometimes three masks. And between us, the four of us, the top mm. one said, fuck Trump. I also wrote it on my car. And I drove across the state. I used to love driving through the Republican areas. Boy, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Say something. Say something. Right? You don't like it? Fuck you too. But I was out there in the midst of COVID handing out masks, handing out food, getting people to get the shot because we had to rally for them to even get our people to get into the ER. It was so bad. There were so many black and brown people while COVID started. Everybody getting sent home. Nobody knows what's going on. My people who work at Dunkin' Donuts and all this fast food that we love, they have to show up to work, though. We have CNEs, nurses assistants, living aides who are not getting protective gear, but they have to show up to work, though. You you hear what I'm saying? So Black and Brown United in Action was out there. We didn't just take it to the streets, Linda. We took it to the fucking legislative office. You hear me? All right. What I didn't understand is, is that throughout this whole thing, in Connecticut in particular, nobody stopped to say, how are we going to take care of our children? You all expected these children. I just described in a mass scale. Let's go down to the children now. They had to figure out how to learn from whom. They had teachers who didn't know how to use technology and got away with it. They had children who had, you know, and this is so fucking disgusting, 504B plans, which in our city and state, that's what they give you when you have a disability, a learning disability, ADHD, you know, special needs, as they say, which is a word, a term I don't particularly care for, right? So if you're on the spectrum or anything like that, they put you on this plan and you're supposed to have a different learning plan. A lot of children started showing signs of anxiety, depression, they got their 504B plan, like Manny. Manny is one of them. And they ignored it completely. They still expected these children to perform at a level that didn't even exist. Right? And it was disgusting. It was disgusting. So, you know, again, this fascination with attacking our children. Right? I just shared what happened here in New Haven. We still remember, people forget, with the COVID vaccination, which is another thing we had to press for to get access to in our community because what was happening was, imagine this, imagine, follow my imagination, if you will. Imagine one health center being located in the midst of a black and brown, low-income community, right? 
Imagine seeing black and brown people traveling to work, whatever they're doing during COVID, and seeing lines and lines of mostly white people lining up to get their COVID shot and their test. You understand? Yeah. Disgusting. I've never had the COVID test. I mean, a COVID jab. Never had one. I'm mm -hmm. COVID well, yet. Did you Mine. get it? Did you actually catch it? No. Mm -hmm. caught it. I caught no, it. I caught it. Me and I my friend. Really, really went from, oh, yeah. Sorry? I went from 160 to 115. I couldn't wow. breathe. I, couldn't, I, I have asthma myself. I, I mm -hmm. couldn't breathe. I couldn't smell. I couldn't taste. I had the, the, the Delta variant. And I mm. was really oh, sick. Yeah. I was smoking a pack of a pack and a half, well, pack to maybe half pack um, a day. I mm -hmm. had complications from smoking previous to catching it. So to this day, mm -hmm. I don't smoke cigarettes. I don't take any medication. I don't, I had so much complications. They had to put tubes down my nose and down my throat. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what was wrong with me. You know what I mean, I was just getting sicker and sicker, and I started to meditate. I started mm. to get into to my kundalina and chakra, and started to make my brain really. So what happened was I I lost faith in humanity. I had a I had a nervous breakdown. Did Did you go into in intensive care? Did it get that bad that you went into intensive care, or not? Mm. Was that? Did it did it get that bad that you ended up in intensive care or were you alright? Yeah, so they they were like trying to figure out what was going on. Apparently, because I'm an empath and a sensitive, uh, whatever mm -hmm. energies, whatever whatever they were, I started mm -hmm. getting sick being around them. Some of them are really mm -hmm. good energies, and some of them are were not at all. So mm -hmm. I had to sum it up. To it was something that of that was that was making me sick because mm -hmm. i've never been this sick i couldn't hold food uh wow i was always tired wow and, yeah, so i had i had a brain fog people were saying that when you had covid you had brain fog i heard that too i couldn't play guitar i couldn't speak japanese i, I couldn't speak hawaiian it was wow ripping i was like what is going on so my doctor said everybody's complaining that there's a brain fog going so, do you guys remember October 4th? Vaguely. With all our phones and go Yes. Okay, what it was supposed no, to don't. happen. And, you know, just take it with a grain of salt. The, so, whatever COVID shots that they gave us, there is things that are inside the shot, such as Ebola, such as um, different types of things that we would get really, really sick from. So apparently when the alarm system of the phone buzzed and that frequency, because we're all made out of frequency, that frequency oh was boy. supposed to make people drop dead or start the hell? <laughs> Oh my God. I'm not, I'm not, I have an article. I heard this. My, my, the explanation a lot of people, well, what we've, we've read up and stuff, me and my friend, is that the shots have, they basically affect your defensive system. And they're saying that 
instead of helping you protect you from it it weakens your sensitive position uh, um, uh, and if it, and then basically if you keep having them it still weakens it even more and so like it becomes a less of an ability to cope with it because you get all kinds well it also goes by your immune system too right yes, so if you're compromised the immune system didn't i say the immune system Mm -hmm. or did say something yes it goes by the immune in other words it's weakening the immune system because the immune system is saying it's not the same what they were giving people wasn't sometimes the same working on the same virus at the first so when it jumped into different viruses and they were still giving the same thing the body mm -hmm. was saying that is not what I need. It's jumped on. From well, you know, that uh, that's interesting you mentioned that because, uh, you know, we were having conversations amongst ourselves about not all having the same type of shot, right? Mm -hmm. You know, because one of the things, you know, we had to get it because we're out there. And mm -hmm. some folks were concerned about not having the same kind. And I personally wasn't because I think the blend was better. Just because what one didn't do, the other one would do. And I took it like that because I went into even looking up the percentages of protection and shit. <laughs> I needed to know, like, what the fuck is this shit? Did you right? get sick from taking your booster? See, they gave you the booster shot. Did you get sick from taking it? No. Uh, sicker than a dog. I, I didn't get sick, but I got sore. On my arm, I couldn't move my arm. I felt like somebody punched my arm like a military Yeah, guy. I had, like, heavy. The, <laughs> yeah, the second yeah. one... The second one was like that. The first one, I had like a little, you know, but for me, because of the medication I'm on, I can't really call it, right? Because I honestly think I had COVID and I didn't know. The reason why is because at one point, everybody around me was sick out of nowhere. We didn't know what the fuck was going on. And I would never forget months prior when I was picking up my daughter from a function she was at at Yale. And I saw these Chinese students with masks on. And I said, wait a minute, why do you wear a mask? Right. Like this is like this would have been, you know, the November before they sent us home. We got sent home in March. Right. Yes. Right. So I'm sitting in the car and I see them. I'm like, that's weird. But being the kind of person I am, you know, I'm not going to trust the fucking media. I got to I got to investigate. I got to know. So I'm Googling. I'm searching. I'm doing whatever I need to do. And then I come across Wuhan. I was like, what the fuck is going on over here? So a couple of weeks before all of this happened, I had actually seen a documentary on what was happening in Wuhan. So by the time it started to implode over here, I was like, holy shit. So the minute they said that, I went into defense mode. I started, I had started disinfecting everything before they made it a thing, to be quite frank. And I also think that going back to that time, you know, here we go again with the population control because they controlled who had access to the, the vaccination. Then they said, let's just reopen. So they didn't give a fuck who got infected. They knew that there are people with compromised immune systems, right? It, it was just a, a clusterfuck. It was a clusterfuck. And we're still recovering from it. I don't know why people think that it's gone. We're still recovering from it. I have a friend right now who still has COVID. She's had it for years now. That's a real thing. Because mm -hmm. I say it like that because she gets it on and off, on and off. That's come on. I mean, the point is over here when COVID come, 
I can't believe people because I, I generally come from a farm and if you've got a sick cattle, you separate them. You don't leave them in uh -huh. the because they're, that's earning you money, that's the living, so you don't want your cattle to get sick. So uh -huh. you do that. But what were they telling us and what were we telling Oh, stay at home, you know, and infect all the rest of your family and, you know. Or go to work and sneeze on all the food. And right. <laughs> right <laughs> for real <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it's well and i'll tell you something our group also represented a lot of those workers and the mm. stories they were giving us like i had stories coming in so i'll give you one where a living age her work was to go to the house the client's house she'll assist you so here's what happens she doesn't drive then the lockdown happens right mm. She was abandoned at that job by her job because nobody wanted to leave their house. She had no choice but to live with this disabled individual who could barely move. Now, mind you, she's about the size of a toothpick, and this person is at least three sizes bigger than her. And she had to help them use the bathroom, take showers, everything else, because they, all they had was each other. She had, they had no anything. And on, on top of that, the individual's medication, you know, all of those things were starting to get kind of blocked, right? Because we weren't delivering stuff because of people not coming into work and stuff like that. People were sick. It was a clusterfuck. It was bad, right? And this is why, like, what we were saying on the podcast on a previous episode when we were talking about COVID and Gaza is like, here we go again. Another ethnic cleansing. It's happening again. We have to enjoy Gaza, no doubt about it. But yes. I think really if it goes on, we might be into, well, the Arab countries getting involved. I was just, you took it out of my brain because something Linda I said in a previous episode, I, I read, I read a piece from the Quran and I asked people, please say a dua, please stand with my brothers and sisters, my Muslim brothers and sisters, and even all of Palestine, because not everybody's Muslim, right? But the Palestinians in general, because this is wrong. This is, this is really, really wrong. And there's so many things we have not even thought about. Like, what about the animals? Jesus Christ. What the fuck did they do to you? <laughs> what, what, what upset me, what, what is... This bloke from on, it was on Nevada, um, and then, um, right, and then basically, he come on and told his story of, I don't know, uh -huh. how, how in Gaza, his uh -huh. whole family had been killed all at once, his two sisters, all his uh -huh. sisters, no, his three sisters, actually, um, two sisters, but when a different place, because one sister decided to leave with her brother-in-law, and they got bombed with about thirty people in it. But in his house, there was his mm -hmm. sister, his sisters, his children, and two brothers and his father, and they all got his whole family was wiped out. Mm -hmm. so, you know, he said. He, he just, I don't know how he got on, how he held it together, but, and he said he was going to try his hardest to get after them, not, not physically, but um, legally. Mm -hmm. 
it's just I think that's what are you familiar I meant to ask you this earlier Linda are you familiar do you go on YouTube and listen to any podcast there's a podcast that's based in the UK called the five pillars I invite you to look them up if they're still on so they were providing coverage it's a group of um you know mostly Muslim folk and you know they were providing some really great coverage on what was going on over there in terms of the protests and different perspectives right like you know I heard stories from people in Gaza that you know as a mother as a human being how like how do you know this and not you you know what I'm saying um you know and it's just like it's so important to have these spaces and these guys on the five pillars like they're taking a risk here because the attack on the content creators including myself because aside from having this pod black and brown united in action also does a lot of social media content creation so what's happening right now and that's why the social media piece and the whole narrative piece is so important from start to finish because people need to hear this. People need to know that yes, they are attacking the digital creators. Yes, mm -hmm. it's true. TikTok is banning your video. If you're showing videos, if your TikTok has an image of the Israeli flag in it, so like when we were doing um, the promotional videos for our protest that we are co-hosting tomorrow in Waterbury, Connecticut at 235 Grand Street, you know, we had to be mindful of what we used in the graphics because if it has anything like you have to go to a certain point also get flagged including like the words that you say the hashtags and if you're black or brown it just gets worse you see where that reporter was actually killed and what was her name and but this was the worst thing they were trying mm -hmm. to the two car they called carrying with the blokes were to the basically the where she was going to later where she to put her to be picked up because she was going in a car that they wanted to carry her but why they were taking her to where she was going to be picked up by this car because they weren't uh -huh. going to her to the funeral the police were there and they were uh -huh. helping them and do you know, he was, and they weren't doing anything. They were no a funeral. I mean, and then they put, the, and then they put this bloke put the flag on, and they were mm -hmm. trying the artists to take this flag off, and and they wouldn't let. They only let so many in the funeral. I don't think mm -mm. you saw it. Do you see it? Um, no, but I'll definitely. Do you know what state that happened in? Because I'm about to raise your blood pressure. I'm about to tell you about something that happened in the United States where a Muslim boy yeah. and his mother, did you hear about that one? The little Muslim boy that's six years old that got killed? No. no because this older white man thought he looked suspicious. Oh, yeah. That's, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Let me Google that date now. He looked suspicious, so he knifed them and killed them, stabbed his mother, you know, because they look like terrorists. Yeah. See, that's yeah, what happens. Yeah, yeah it, Did he go it, to jail? Wait, wait, say that again, Ambassador. Did he go to jail? Oh, that white savior? So, yes, they snatched him up, right? Um, this happened in Illinois. It was, And now they're saying it's a hate crime. They decided to call it a hate crime eventually. You understand what I'm saying? It had to get there. 
So what's been happening out here is there have been a lot, Islamophobia has increased, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Certain groups are being um, targeted in particular, right? I already know what will happen if I show up out there. Let's just put it like that, yeah. okay? So what we decided to do is ensure that we're covering these things both during the rally and then after because it needs to be documented because the narrative in general out here, thanks to people like Chris Murphy and all these other leaders that sit in high spaces, has been very skewed to the right and they call themselves Democrats. Meanwhile, y'all are okay with funding this Israeli war crime. It's not a big deal, right? No problem. We're just going to kill all these kids. No big deal. And, you know, we're going to maintain our stance. So what we would like to see happen more in Connecticut is for more people to get upset about this. Because it's like you said earlier, Linda, like, how could you not be thinking about this right now? For real. How could yeah. you? And then, I don't know if you knew what happened previously. So about four years ago, when Palestine was under attack, you know, of course, because that's the other thing, as you noted earlier, this has been going on for over 70 years, right? Way longer than that, right? If you ask me. Now, the point being is, is that four years ago, the black and brown activists and act advocates, um, Black Lives Matter in particular out here in America, came under critique for not being um, vocal enough, which was not true. What was really happening was, is that the media was pushing that narrative, right? To make it sound like we don't show up to these things. We don't participate. So again, this is where these three words come into play, power, place, and privilege. I'm not saying white people shouldn't organize or have their own thing, but I think that what happened last night in Grand Central Station was a remarkable sign of solidarity, right? And it needed to be the Jewish voice for peace to do that. Because as we talked about earlier, Ambassador, if the black and brown people had done that, we'd be dead. This would be a whole different conversation and it wouldn't have been seen as peaceful. It would have been purported as black and brown activists taking over, the police had to get involved. Yeah, we had to shoot them five people right there because they were out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> you remember when they had Black Lives Matters? Like, you remember that from George Floyd and stuff like that? Right. That's. I, I honestly thought it would get way worse than that. I, I thought people were gonna just get get gunned down. Well, that's what we. Down. That's what I keep saying on the pod because it's like, you know, what I've seen. You know, I've been doing organizing for for a while now, and what I don't understand in Connecticut, where's my Latino groups? Why aren't you? This weekend is supposed to be. The day of the dead, Dia de las Notros, right? Okay. Now, I would hope to see at least one image of Palestine. Because outside of America, the Latino community, the Latinx community, rather, is standing in solidarity with Palestine. You're hearing presidents and, and, and you know, high-ranking officials across Central, South America, the West Indies, including Trinidad and Tobago. I mean, we saw Cuba stood up and said, nah, fuck that shit. Nah. Now, you made a comment earlier about the Middle East. Let me tell people something. I said this before in another episode. I keep trying to tell you all. Islam 
is one of the main religions around the world. Don't get confused. Notice the Middle East, what they're doing. Notice the media not trying to tell you too much about that. Don't think that's being done by mistake. It is being done by design. And yes, there will be repercussions for this. You bet your ass. You bet your ass because you're killing our children. That's fucked up. So if the United States have half a brain, stay out of it. Because the minute you get involved, somebody, that's what's going to be the trigger finger. In fact, Israel about to get their ass handed to them. That's what I think is about to happen. We only have like about another 20 minutes. I want to spend that time asking you, what do you think is going to happen next? Where do you see this going? Linda, starting with you, where do you see this headed? I see it heading if, like you say, if America don't back off and they gas the moment they're giving them uh, arsenal. I, I think basically it's going to the Alice Bar. What's his name? Bar will will uh, they are actually sending rockets anyway a bit over Jordan. But if it if they start, if Alice Bar starts, it's going to. They've got really powerful weapons. They're not like they used to be. They have really got the weapons now. Yes. They could, flat, they could flatten. Uh, but, but Linda, I love what you're saying because people need to pay attention, right? Now, let's look at this, guys. Look at the countries that are standing in solidarity. People know, know things. Like, forget the fucking, look, I'm not an astrology follower like that. I don't blame you if you do it. What I'm, the, point I'm, the bigger point I'm trying to make, all them silly shit you're watching, pay attention to what's going on. How is it in 2023, Iran and Iraq are agreeing? What? Pakistan, oh, India? What? Mm. What? Egypt? Egypt. Come on, those names alone, and they're all agreeing. They're all oh, agreeing. They, 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 and if they get behind Palestine, they've got a bit of they a They are problem. behind Palestine. Yeah, well, they are, yes. And I'll tell you what as well. Russia are winning. Um, and if and Russia get where as well, they can provide Put a hell of a lot of weapons. Time. I'm glad you brought that up. Because Ukraine, as far as I know, hasn't said a word. But Putin has said he's pro-Palestine. Let's not forget your little friend in North Korea who likes to buy oh. bombs and, and fire them away. He is in support of Palestine. There's going to be a world, world, world War Three because of Russia and North Korea are, and China already said that they're, they're, they're for oh, Palestine. And if Trump doesn't become president, they're going to attack the United States. Yes. Yes, that's a fact. People know about that. That's a fact. So I've actually North watched Korea documentaries is. on this shit. He's right. Right? And that's the reason why. Flags. Yes. Yes. In Africa. Russian flags in Africa. What the fuck? Okay. Where, how did they even get control of, 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 of Africa and all of that? They support. Listen. So weapons and everything is going through Africa of North right? Korea Russia, and China. Right. So, but but, but see, let, let me tell you about yourself. You know what your problem is? I'm going to tell you about yourself. Your problem is you're not distracted by the border. Because you see, that's what the U.S. does. They use that border, 
right? Mm-hmm. Immigrants coming in as a way to deflect from other shit. I don't understand how the streets are so clear in the United States when you all just found out that your president is responsible. Not just him, we don't want to give Joe all the credit, but him and all the other motherfuckers were quite okay with writing into their budget while people are starving, jobless, houseless, and many other things, right? We didn't even start on the disabled community yet, right? Now, all that being said, they had no problem taken away from Department of Labor. Department of Labor is one of the most underfunded sections of this U.S. government, federally, statewide, citywide. That's done by design. But don't worry, they'll privatize the prison systems, right? They'll privatize that and make money that way. You see what's going on over here? People need to pay attention. Pay attention. Yeah. In fact, one or two, one or two prisons are privatized. Yes. So they're doing that here. Yes. Why can't we learn from Norway? Why can't we have less people in prison because we actually help them recover? Mm -hmm. Why are we using these words that mean nothing? I mean, Norway, yeah, and they have the less people who go back to prison because I yes. know what that system, I've heard about that system. Maybe. Yes. No. Just yes. like prison, there's three categories. You got the ones, I had. I didn't do it, wasn't me. And then right. you got the ones that are really, 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 really freaking creepy. Look at the fact then- that Trump is still walking around. My black ass couldn't do that and be walking around. They had no problem putting Bill Cosby and R. Kelly in jail. I'm not saying I co-signed what they did. Let me make that clear. The point that I'm trying to make is, is that they are in jail. This motherfucker and his bad toupees get to walk everywhere. Are you serious? Remember, I and told he- you about North Korea and and and, and it said they made a they made a threat live on television about right? if Trump does not win 2024. Yes. They're going to light the United States up like a fucking... They're going to light it the fuck up. Exactly what uh, yes. said it. That they're going to light it the fuck up. And they ain't talking about candles, people, because this little motherfucker in North Korea, right, he likes to buy missiles and, you know, aim and fire. That jackass over Now he has Russian scientists that can back, back it. Remember when he was Why not? launching rockets and it never, Why not? It never made it more? Now Why not? So their missiles. And he, and, and he, he, you know, you know, and people, we're not making this shit up. Feel free to fact check this. This is true. This is facts, right? He's, you know, all these countries are building up their arsenal. Think about why. Think about why. How is it that Donald Trump is still where he's at? I mean, his people took over the Capitol. I mentioned earlier about driving around this state with fuck Trump in my car. I could give you all stories for days. They don't like that. They don't like that. I can't even begin to tell you about the number of interviews because we were out there doing, you know, our mutual aid. And every time the press would show up to try to exploit the situation, I would purposely keep on my fuck Trump mask because I know you don't want to interview my ass. No, you don't. And that's okay. I'm okay with it. I don't need that. That doesn't validate me. Just like what is happening right now doesn't, you know, Define the Palestinian people, which is another part of the narrative that needs to be challenged. These people didn't deserve this. Most of these children grew up, and adults grew up hearing the sounds of bombs. We have people out here in the United States that complain about their neighbors and the sounds they hear in the street. Imagine having to just hear bombs and sirens. 
Yeah. What level of PTSD would you have? Mm -hmm. Sorry, Linda. They're talking about children and nursing to bomb. They they had Mm -hmm. one woman who was a mother with her children. And, of course, they were asking her how many people were in a sorted house. So she said three or four families, about 20, 30. And she was saying that they had they eventually got mattresses, so they have to sort of so many sleep and then so many stay awake. But she mm-hmm. said they can't sleep because they're no. just thinking when's the next bomb going to basically land. The, you have to, somebody has to be up to run. That's what I saw in a video. That's what yeah. I heard. I started talking about the five pillars. They're on YouTube. In the UK, the UK government was actually putting into law to ban digital creators from sharing information about Palestine. Yeah. All right? They, they want to censor it. And this is why us doing this right here is important. Because mm-hmm. people need to hear about this shit. You might not like what you're hearing. You might not agree with it 100%. But do your research first before you throw it away. Mm-hmm. All right? We have too many enslaved minds, like like Ambassador said, walking around like zombies. It's true. If you see, if you could see the driving out here, Amy and I were talking about this on a previous episode. It's ridiculous. I, I think people think that indicator lights are decorations on their cars now. I don't How do you come to a stoplight and speed right through? How do you stop and speed through? I don't know. What is... But like she was also saying that, talking about the children, she was, he was asking her then, saying, well, how are your children coping? Because she got two children. Uh, mm-hmm. And she said, well, all they sort of, his children are, are taking it, but, and then sometimes they cry, wondering mm-hmm. if they're going to get hit, you know. Or, I mean, they don't. They're outside playing with one another, but she says, oh, and the little one will go dead quiet because of the fear of just hearing bombs around her. Let me tell you one that's even worse. You ready? I saw footage of a woman who got so scared she was pregnant, she gave birth, the baby died. Yeah. Yep. You know, and people okay with that. You, yeah. you know, what's another thing in the baby unit, which the hospital can't, you know, right. you know. Oh, my God. Just... Having the asthma that I have, and I'm sure Ambassador could agree, my heart bumps hard for the people on any type of medication or machines right now. That's scary. That shit is scary because I know what I go through when my medication is weaning off. Or like if, thanks to your good old American healthcare ship system, my insurance get delayed, I could just imagine they have no type of communication. They have no type of way. Imagine you're only hearing about everything through the damn mall speaker. Are you serious? You know, well, we have to end soon. Before we end, I'd like to invite you both to share your final thoughts on what's going on. And I also want to let folks know that we will be providing coverage again tomorrow 3 p.m. Eastern. This time we'll be providing coverage on the rally for Palestine happening in Waterbury, Connecticut. That will be starting at 3 p.m. at 235 Grand Street, right? City Hall, Waterbury, Connecticut, if you want to go down there. And if you are there and you want to help us get some insight from the ground, we appreciate it, right? 
but we want to provide, make sure that people hear what's happening. And we are so happy, Ambassador and Linda, that you all came on because it's important that people know, hear, and realize it's not just us. We say when Allah is present, you are not alone. I'm glad that I'm not alone because you all are here. And this is a sign that it's not just us. So before we close out tonight, Linda, you want to share some final thoughts? Yeah, I hope that at some day, like we, well, I don't country, all the countries say enough, enough, before it gets to a final fight out. But also, mm -hmm. that they, oh, you see, in Ireland, you know, when we, we had the troubles, and the only way they really solved it was getting together. We had a, a person in the middle, and then they got together. So, I hope someday that basically mm -hmm. there's somebody there that that will get the two part two together and talk and hopefully mm -hmm. get a state mm -hmm. Palestine gets the state of their own and maybe mm -hmm. have a get between and, and sound. Now I don't know how that's going to happen and I don't know it's a long time coming, but that's what I hope. Thank you so much, Linda, and thank you so much for taking the time not to come just once but twice. I really, really appreciate it. And if you're available, again, tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern, we're going to do it all over again. We're going to do the same thing. We're going to have coverage during, and then we're going to do what we just did now. Come back again, take a little break, come back and share our post-rally thoughts. Before we sign out, ambassadors, any final thoughts? Be kinder to people. Oh, come on now. Preach, brother. Talk about it. There's something big coming. And you know what I mean? We're being, being gifted. A mm -hmm. Something big. The, the government, the military. Mm -hmm. Big cooking. And I'm telling mm -hmm. you, it's going to hit us like it's like God. They're going to come like a thief in the night and not even know what's happening. You're going to wake up. It is going to be like freaking Roblox. Mm -hmm. Military people. Like what? You know what I mean? There, there's something big. We have way too much people on this planet. They have implications mm -hmm. of, of FEMA, missing kids. There's there's some there's something sinister, and when it comes out, we we have to act on it immediately. Not not just kind of pushing around shit. We we really have to respond to this because this is mm -hmm. gonna this this involves every single one of us. They've got okay. something big cooking, and me mm -hmm. I, I don't have these gifts just to have them. You know what I mean? I was born with these gifts. I know things. You have the energy. Let me tell you all something, people. For real, for real. Energy is a real thing. And mm -hmm. before anybody tries to criticize our friend, for real, for real, let me just disclaimer this. No, we don't know each other. Nobody text, nobody, nobody Venmo, nobody, no money. If you happen to, happy hour starting in a few. Ha, ha, ha. But anyway, um, the point that I'm trying to make is energy is real. That's a real thing. For those of y'all who like to pick up Bibles and talk about God, that's energy spirituality it's all the same right let's stop shutting down the voices let's start respecting them and and giving it a consideration because maybe if we did that sooner we wouldn't be having the conversation we're having now if you don't mind i'd like to invite everybody to stay for one more minute probably a couple more because i'll have to close out in a few just so we mm -hmm. can have a moment of silence for gaza so if you don't mind we'll have a moment of silence for gaza starting now
O Allah, help and protect the people of Palestine. O Allah, ease their pain and suffering. O Allah, bestow of mercy, bestow your mercy on them. O Allah, open people's heart to give in this time of crisis and to be kind. O Allah, help those who are in need wherever they may be. Linda, Ambassador, Amy, thank you all so much for taking the time to come on and share your thoughts. We really, truly appreciate you. If you can, please join us again tomorrow. If you can't, we'll always have another time. We really appreciate you coming out. And also for all of you who continue to like, share, and subscribe, thank you so very much for your continued support, encouragement, and empowerment. We can't do what we do without you. So we're going to be back again tomorrow, again at 3 p.m., covering the rally for Palestine happening in Waterbury, Connecticut. It's going to start at 3 p.m. If you go in person, get there. By Well, I'll get there before at least, at most, I would say 2.30, right? Um, it's going to be at Waterbury City Hall, 235 Grand Street, starting at 3 p.m. If you can't make it, no problem. We're going to be here. We're going to be giving coverage like we did earlier, and then we're going to take a break and come back. Thank you all, everyone. I hope you have a great evening. And if nobody told you, I need you to know you are amazing. And I am so glad that you shared time with me and us today. That's all for now. Fist up, smile on.